Ladies, have you been led astray? Did you diddle where maybe you shouldn't have dabbled? Have you been unfaithful to your husband, wife, partner, main squeeze? Well, there's a judgment-free podcast just for you. Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity, hosted by Rebecca Adams, tells the stories of these women from their perspective, anonymously and without judgment. I met the first man I had an emotional affair with online. He was far away, but he provided me with all of the emotional validation that my marriage was lacking. The first time we talked, he showed an interest in me as a person. It was refreshing. If you need to come clean, get it off your chest, confess your sins with no Hail Marys required, then Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity is the podcast for you. And remember, it's completely anonymous and judgment-free. Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe today. Raw Truth podcasts may contain explicit, sensitive, and questionable content. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual podcaster and are not based on the advice of a licensed psychologist, therapist, or other medical professional. Listener discretion is strongly advised. What does the word ponder actually mean? According to one dictionary, it means to weigh in the mind, to think about and reflect on. On Let's Ponder with Rebecca Adams, we do just that. We discuss taboo and questionable subject matter. For example, size. Does it really matter? Or do you really want to know the number of partners your significant other has been with? Or what about stories of disastrous one-night stands? How about being in a sexless marriage? These and other topics are what we talk about on this podcast. So, let's say you are single, or perhaps let's say you're even married in this scenario, and then you meet someone. That person is someone you click with immediately. You feel an instant rush of emotion. Is it love? It has to be. You think to yourself, I haven't felt this way for so long, or even wonder if you ever felt this way about your spouse or partner. You convince yourself that this is something magical, that this is divine intervention. You cannot imagine not seeing this other person. The sex is unlike you have ever experienced in your life. You begin to compare it to your current relationship and think you have never had such amazing sex with them as you do with this new person. You don't want to leave them. You can't get them off your mind. Your heart is fluttering all the time and the excitement makes you happier than you have felt since you don't know when. You feel this was love at first sight. If only you could have 100% of the time with this new person. Life would be so much better. This emotion builds and builds until you are going to burst, and if you do, you don't care about the consequences of the affair. You know the other person is who you are meant to be with. Does this sound familiar? I know it does to me. I have been there. Can you really and truly fall in love with someone instantly like that? When it comes to an affair, you have limited time to be with this other person, and when you do, it's all the good stuff that people have in relationships. There hasn't been enough time for the bad to rear its ugly head, you know, real life. 
what you are experiencing is most likely limerence. You have developed a deep, caring sense for this person, and it feels like true love. This all feels so confusing, and truly, that is really what it is. Confusion. So, what is limerence defined as? The Oxford Dictionary says it's a noun. Psychology, the state of being infatuated or obsessed with another person, typically experienced involuntarily and characterized by a strong desire for reciprocation of one's feelings, but not primarily for a sexual relationship. Now, according to the website livingwithlimerence.com, there are three stages of limerence. Number one, infatuation. This is the getting to know you phase where you start to really notice the LO, limerent object, and start to feel they are special. Joe Beam frames this in terms of an unconscious need of the limerent to feel worthy of being loved. It's fed by a sense of connection and emotional bonding. And the desire to spend time with the LO who makes the limerent feel safe and motivated to share emotional intimacies. Number two, crystallization. This is the full-blown limerence response, so the full complement of traits. In the case of the limerence affair, this will also include the rewriting of history about the limerence marriage. It can also be characterized by striking a fear of loss. While this is a feature of all limerence, the precarious and dishonest basis of an affair likely heightens the fear which can reinforce the limerence. Number three, deterioration. As the name suggests, this is the phase where limerence decays. After a period in phase two, the limerence starts to lose the urge to idealize the LO's behavior. The halo effect is tarnished and the limerence begins to properly see the flaws of the LO. Again, in the case of an affair, especially one that causes the breakdown of marriage, this is likely to be exaggerated. This heightened devaluation is well captured by the portentous phrase, look what you cost me. It's an interesting framework and no doubt evolved from his work with married couples. I'm not sure it's universally useful as a way of understanding limerence, but it does give a good roadmap for how an affair is likely to play out if limerence is the trigger. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Let's Ponder with Rebecca Adams. As you may have already figured out, today's topic is limerence. We're going to discuss what it is, why we feel this way, and if you're a person who has had an affair and it starts off emotional, you may have experienced this. So it's a very confusing thing. And as a person who works with women who have been unfaithful, I hear many, many times that this person came in, made them feel a way that they have never felt or haven't felt for a very, very long time. And rather than nurturing and working through their marriage with their spouse, they're vulnerable and they take on a new affair partner and this limerence just takes over to the point where they're ready to leave everybody. They won't even look back. They know that this new person is what they want. But in a way, it's kind of like a honeymoon phase. The real stuff in life hasn't shown yet. It's about the moment and just those few moments that these people have together and it's always 
at the top. It's always at the best. It's never at the worst. But as time goes on, as in any relationship, you start to realize, and this is when you're single and you're just starting to date somebody. We've all experienced that. Everything is yay at the beginning. And then life and work and chores and the reality of how a person is really kicks in. But during an affair, you rarely see that because perhaps that person is married, you're married. You only come together at the best times. You don't actually see what's going on behind closed doors in any of those relationships other than what the affair partners are telling you. And a lot of times when a person is feeling this limerence, it will cloud their judgment on their relationship. They seem to find just the negative, just the worse. And sometimes I think, and I remember going through this, it heightens it to make it even more painful in the marriage. And this person is like this to me or like that to me because they are so focused on this new relationship and they want that, they want that feeling. So let's learn a little bit more about limerence. I found a great article and it's called Limerence versus Love. What's the difference? Infatuation, crystallization, and deterioration. Are you experiencing these stages of limerence? By Charlotte Granger. It was updated on September 1st of 2022. At the beginning of this episode, we talked about these stages. And this article is going to dig into that a little bit more. And you will be able to find the link to this article on my episode notes, but I did get it from the brides.com website. The spark is undeniable. Whenever you're around that certain person, your stomach does somersaults and your heart quickens. There are everything you ever wanted. You may say they're perfect in every single way, a truly flawless human being, if ever there was one. While your emotions are running high, take a moment to stop and breathe. You might not be falling in love at all. You might be falling deep into limerence. So, what is limerence and is there a cure? Read on to learn more. What is limerence? Limerence is a state of infatuation or obsession with another person that involves an all-consuming passion and intrusive thoughts. Quote, it is often a result of not being present either through trauma or certain childhood development issues, end quote, explains psychosexual therapist Kate McKenzie. Quote, Alternatively, you may experience it when you are run down, if you haven't had enough sleep, for example, and are lacking serotonin. So you fantasize that someone else could save you and crystallize those thoughts into a golden image of the one, end quote. While it feels like ecstasy right now, you may be guarding your own emotions. The person feels safe to fantasize about because most likely nothing can happen and the infatuated person is not in a grounded enough place to receive a real relationship, adds Mackenzie. Quote, it can be a state of being that allows fantasies without a real threat of intimacy, end quote. But is limerence healthy? And is it the same as love? Ahead, Mackenzie explores the differences between limerence and love, the stages of limerence and more. Limerence versus love similarities. The problem with the whole limerence versus love conundrum is simple. 
the two look strikingly similar. As you're falling in limerence with someone, you'd be forgiven for thinking that they are the one. Squint hard enough and limerence looks an awful lot like love. Here are a couple ways the two are frustratingly similar. 1. You are drawn to a certain person. Confusing hardly does it justice. When you're in limerence with someone, it's similar to falling in love. The attraction is real. Quote, it's a form of infatuation which can mirror the early stages of falling in love where you obsessively think about the other person, end quote, says Mackenzie. 2. It can happen with anyone anytime. You never know when you're about to fall in love and it can happen with the most implausible people. As it turns out, limerence is the same. Quote, it could be then with anyone from a landlord, a boss, or a shop owner, end quote. Differences. However, no matter how hard you stare, limerence and love are not the same concepts. The main difference here is that love requires a real meaningful connection with another person, while limerence is all about the chase and lusting after someone. If you're not sure which one you are feeling, take a look at these major differences. You think the person will complete you. Are you looking for a relationship or are you looking for someone to fix you? Quote, limerence is the feeling that an object of their desire will complete them says Mackenzie. Quote, this can be a form of trauma bonding where one person is seeking to be saved by another. Two, you want them whether they are good for you or not. A loving, nurturing relationship should be all about mutual respect. You should grow with the relationship. However, when it comes to limerence, all of that goes directly out the window. Quote, the limerent person is desperate to have the object no matter whether it is good for either of them, and they may idealize them, says Mackenzie. Number three, you ignore the person's flaws. Seeing a bunch of red flags and ignoring them? You might be in limerence. Quote, with love, each person has the possibility to see each other's flaws and still like them, and there is more safety and genuine reciprocity explains Mackenzie. Quote, this involves the happiness hormones such as oxytocin and vasopressin. There is clear communication and reciprocity. Four, you neglect your own needs for them. Is this infatuation taking priority over your own needs? The difference is, if someone gives up their needs and wants to obsessively focus on the other person and that there might be intermittent reinforcement from the limerent object by occasional connection and not real friendship or love. 5. You're scared of a real connection. Real talk. There could be an underlying reason that your default is limerence. Quote, deep down, the limerent person may be afraid of genuine connection and may be more comfortable with distance. There may be psychological reasons and fear why they prefer obsessing over connecting. Stages of limerence. Limerence isn't one state of being. Instead, it typically happens in three stages. As you start to become attracted to a new person and they pique your interest, you may notice this familiar process infatuation. Quote, the unobtainable nature of a person makes them more alluring, end quote, offers Mackenzie. 
Quote, the stage of limerence includes addictive type behavior, thinking about the other 24 hours a day, stress, heart palpitations, stomach anxiety, and even intrusive thoughts. It's best described as an uncontrollable, overwhelming desire for someone. Crystallization. While that infatuation is unlikely to wane fast, the second stage of limerence is all about solidifying that idea. You start to believe that the person in question is the solution to all of your problems. Quote, you decide that the person is flawless and you idealize them by putting them on a pedestal. End quote, says Mackenzie. Deterioration. Reality starts to sneak into your mind and you start to realize that you will never have this person you're lusting after. Quote, the final stage of limerence is the disappointment in the love object and letting go of them, end quote, says Mackenzie. Quote, it's the realization that nothing is going to happen. It's a feeling of loss, end quote. Unsurprisingly, limerence can negatively affect your life. As Mackenzie puts it, this state can include stress, loss of sleep, obsessive thinking, and obsessive things. All of the above means that you may not be living the healthiest lifestyle when you're in limerence with another person. The deeper you fall, the more likely you are to neglect your basic needs. Failing to sleep or eat well will have a massive impact on your well-being. And it doesn't end there. When you're in the thick of it, you might start to engage in some risky behavior that could start a ripple effect throughout your entire life. Quote, some people risk their relationship by having a limerent affair, and this experience often mirrors fear of love or their partner's power, end quote, explains Mackenzie. How to manage limerence. Worried that you're drowning in a state of limerence? Don't worry, there's a life jacket coming your way. Once you've identified that there is a problem, you can take some positive steps to pull yourself back to reality. Quote, underneath limerence is a fear of being with yourself and making a good enough loving relationship with yourself, Mackenzie shares. Quote, there may be patterns of avoidance and a lack of self-care and self-love and an inability to create secure self-attachment, end quote. She continues, quote, this can shift with setting limits and setting top lines of behavior, meaning getting accountable to treating yourself well. That means taking care of your diet, getting rest, nurturing your friendships, exercising, sleeping, and taking care of your basic needs. You should also stop negative self-talk and behaviors such as obsessive thinking. If you can't take your mind off the person in question, Mackenzie says to try the two-minute rule, quote, that means only thinking about the love object for two minutes and then moving on, she explains. What's more, since limerence is a state of infatuation, chances are you're obsessing about what the person has to offer. Switch up the focus and try to find that sense of joy within yourself. Quote, you could try making a list of characteristics you feel the person has and start working on owning them yourself so you don't feel you need the other person. So there you go, some great information about limerence. And like I mentioned before, working with people in affairs, this comes up quite a bit. So I think this was really good information and I hope it's been helpful.
Before we close today, just a couple reminders. I am starting two new podcasts and I'm still gathering data. One of them is called Raped. The other one is called Why Me? I Was an Innocent Child. They are pretty much self-explanatory. The why me with the child is regarding sexual child abuse and rape, of course, is just about that. Rape. Whether you're a man or a woman, it doesn't matter. If you would like to share your story, please feel free to reach out to me and I can talk with you a little bit more about how we will go forward with that. Also, on my other podcast, Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity, we are starting a new three-part story about Tegan. So if you haven't subscribed, please do. And that's about it. Let's Ponder with Rebecca Adams. We'll be back in a couple weeks. And the topic of the episode is called Dark Horse Confessions. So it'll be interesting to hear what that's all about. Thank you so much for being here. You have been listening to Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity. Your support of Raw Truth Podcasts is truly appreciated. When you visit the website, rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com, you will find the story guides to help form your story, where you can subscribe to Patreon for exclusive episodes, and to vote for the podcast to be in the Hot 50 Countdown for Podcast Magazine. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to my other podcast, Let's Ponder with Rebecca Adams, where taboo topics are discussed. To submit your female infidelity story, share feedback, or have general questions about the show, please email rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. Stories shared will be read without judgment and always anonymously. Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity is written, produced, and edited by Rebecca Adams. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Be kind to one another. Be kind to yourself. And always remember, no judgment. Goodbye.